stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite Voice America shows. Visit iradioblog.com. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Dr. Carol's Couch with your host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of Dr. Lieberman, her guests, and callers. Now it's time to have a seat on Dr. Carol's Couch. Here's your host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome to today's edition of Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Well, despite all their troubles and uh, embarrassments and so on, who doesn't want to know how to become a celebrity? I ask you. Well, if you've ever thought about how you'd like to walk down the red carpet and be on your way to stardom, today's show is for you. <laughs> and even if, it, even if you don't harbor such uh, dreams, and I, I think most people actually have that somewhere in their heart, um, you will still have fun and learn a lot from today's guest. Her name is Amelia Ferguson. She is the author of a new book that's called It's All About the Sex Face. A Guide to Becoming a Celebrity. Yes, you heard me. Sex face. <laughs> and we're going to find out why she wrote this book, what that means, and how to become a celebrity. So, Amelia, by the way, we're talking to Amelia from London. She is in London. She is a, uh, she works as a, when she's not writing books, uh, as in PR and marketing for a famous clinic in London. So welcome to the show, Amelia. Thank you for having me, Dr. Carol. Nice to be here. Well, let's start out with um, the first question, why you, where you got the idea or what made you um, want to write a book about how to become a celebrity? Um, oh, God. Well, to be honest, I'm actually obsessed with reality TV shows. I watch all the American ones most of the English ones, and I, I, I rarely watched them, not because I actually wanted to be on any of these shows, but I found it really fascinating um, of, you know, the steps people go through to achieve some kind of 50 minutes of fame, and I just kind of thought, wouldn't it be great if I got all this information and just put it together in one book so it's all there and people can just go out, people that actually do have, you know, great aspirations to be famous can just pick the book up or flick through it and just get all the information in one place. So that was my main reason behind it. And I thought it would be quite humorous to do also. Yes. Um, you know, I was saying that uh, before we started that um, I liked the style of the book. I mean, not only does it have good content, but I like this sort of tongue-in-cheek style, you know, where... Um, because you have to have that kind of attitude when you're talking about becoming a celebrity. <laughs> so um, now you were before the show. You were you were mentioning about how the clinic that you work for um, has a lot of 
celebrities coming to it. I mean, is that part also of where you either got some information or inspiration? No, actually, to be honest, no, I, I really didn't because, you know, that's where I work is completely different from, you know, what I do outside. And, yeah, we don't really, I mean, we get the, the, read the big A-listers, not the, you know, people that star in the Big Brother type reality shows. Right. So, but I did have um, a research assistant, and we basically just, um, for about a month or two, just went through all this different um, information, um, contacted different entertainment insiders, such as yourself, and just basically got all this information together and basically got this book together. I mean, we had, like, tons of paperwork to just, like, with all this information. So let's, okay, so let's um, start with the title. <laughs> Where does that come from? It's all about the sex space. Do you know, I really don't know. I, I Honestly, I really don't know. I was probably, I probably after I had a few drinks, it just hit me, and I thought, <laughs> oh, my God, that sounds amazing. <laughs> that's what usually... Well, I mean, I, I wonder, one of your, um, in part of the book, you write about, I mean, I mean, on a serious note, um, are you trying to say that really it's all about, uh, that how sexy someone is contributes a lot to how powerful or charismatic they are and how people, how much people are attracted to and and um, you know, of course, looks has a lot to do with it. I mean, I mean, is it is that what you were trying to say? Well, yeah, in a roundabout kind of way, yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, anyone that wants to become a celebrity, I mean, as much as many people say, oh, you know, it doesn't matter how you look, it's fine, it's all about your character, and you know, that really is not true. Obviously, it is about your character, and you do need that certain quality where you have that drive. I mean, you can be talentless, as it basically shows in this book, but you can still become a celebrity. I mean, we have loads of celebrities that don't have talent, but many of them are extremely good-looking. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, why, don't you, why don't you take us through some of the highlights? Um, for example, I, I like the beginning... Um, the best time to embark upon being a celebrity. Okay, what, how about telling us about that? Okay, that what is basically, um, you know, it's you timing is everything with you know with that. So I mean, you you can't just go into it. You need to plan things. You need to plan, you know, when you tweet. You know, you need to plan, you know, for example, when you take yourself, you know, if you take yourself to the um, Sundance Film Festival, because when you're starting out, you're not a celebrity, but you need to position yourself where you are among celebrities. So even if it means, you know, uprooting yourself and moving to L.A. or moving to Hollywood, where there's a higher chance of you running into celebrities, then that's what you would have to do. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, and um, and but also, is there a best time to? Well, when I guess you were starting to say um, planning. I mean, is there a best time that you 
you have to sort of be ready for this. Not just it's not just a matter of being timing it to be where the celebrities are, but also timing it for you uh, when you're ready. So so tell us about that. Well, I think to be honest, anyone that has dreams of being famous, I mean, I mean, they should be ready like now. You know, I don't. <laughs> you shouldn't think, oh, do you know, I really want to be a celebrity or I really want to be famous have no kind of clue of what to do so I mean a lot there's a lot of stuff in the book that many people may not know you know about even going to the Cannes Film Festival and you know how the best time to attend like a premiere or a celebrity charity event just little things like that that we've thrown in that can give people like kind of pinpoint things but I think in general someone should always be ready. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to be famous, if you want to be an actress, if you want to be a singer, I mean, for example, someone who sings for a living will always be ready just in case they run into a record producer mm-hmm. and someone says, you know, can you sing now? I want to hear <laughs> your voice. You have to be ready. Right. So, yeah, that, that's basically what that chapter is saying. Well, okay. Um, so, okay, why, then why don't you just... Um, you know, lead us through some of the highlights. Okay, so, well, you know, because the book has six chapters, which is why, how, when, um, where, who, and what. Um, Some of my highlights, um, well, my favorite one has got to be how to make the perfect sex tape, which many people find a bit, you know, shocking. But my whole thing is, you know, there are people that are going to want to, leak a sex tape so they might as well do it right Mm -hmm. and make sure that they look good doing it so there's a lot of information about that um you know the how chapter basically focuses on you know ways you can avoid the paparazzi once you're famous and the ways you can befriend the paparazzi before you've made it or while you're trying to make it you know how to create your signature look how to build your fan um, base sorry you know, how to conduct yourself on Twitter. I mean, there's, like, loads of information. There's just so many. I mean, there's just so much. (laughs) Well, okay, let's talk about how to befriend the paparazzi. Yeah. So how do you do that? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Now I'm going to have to, like, remember every single word. Well, just, you know, I I mean, it doesn't have to be word for word, but just how would you recommend to someone that they do it? Well, one of the main re- um one of the main ways is to basically what the one of the things that me and my research um assistant came up on was basically um go to the clubs and where many of the paparazzi hang out, you know, all the top clubs, you know, we have certain clubs here in London where all the celebrities hang out, and basically go there every night. Try and um, integrate yourself in the celebrities' entourage as they're leaving and exiting the club. In that way, the paparazzi will get to know you because generally the same celebrities go to the same club all the time. And um, your face will become familiar to them. And then after you've seen them and they've seen you a few times, you can kind of strike up your own relationship. It's kind of like, you know, the whole Paris Hilton, Kim Kardashian thing, when Paris Hilton was at the top of her game and Kim Kardashian was like, 
you know, she wasn't even her sidekick at the time because that was Nicole Richie. But, you know, the paparazzi actually started to notice Kim Kardashian because she is so mm. beautiful. Mm. And, you know, as you can say, the rest is history because look where she is now. Hmm, that's interesting. Yes. Um, <laughs> so I guess I guess you would tell celebrities to be careful who's hanging on. <laughs> they may become more famous than you. Well, you know, a lot of these celebrities basically... Um, they travel with so many people around them. I, I think one or two, well, maybe one extra person sneaking in behind yeah, them yeah. is not going to make uh, such a big difference. I mean, and they're just focused on getting into the club anyway. Yes. Um, well, we'll have to uh, we'll have to talk about. Um, I want to talk about some of these other things that you mentioned. I mean, we should talk about how to make a sex tape. <laughs> you said that was your favorite part. Uh, I'm sure everybody is hoping that I'll, I'd ask you that. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, what about pe- what about people who are thinking though? What do you mean, make a sex tape? I don't want to. I, I don't want to be seen uh, naked or having sex. Do I have to do that to become a celebrity? What would you say? Of course not. I mean, you know, loads of people take different avenues and some people stick to the ones that have a talent, stick to busking on the streets until they get discovered. Then you have the people that know they have no talent and enter and re-enter themselves on hundreds of reality shows or game shows um, or, or go and work at the hottest waitress at the hottest clubs in town to maybe, you know, pick up a footballer or basketball player to become famous. I mean, different people take different routes. So obviously not everyone is going to want to make a sex tape. And, um, yeah, so, no, that's not the only route you can take, (laughs) obviously. (laughs) Well, I'm sure a lot of my listeners are breathing a sigh of relief for that, but we still will find (laughs) out how you suggest is the best way to do it, just in case. I think we'll take a break now. Um, my guest sure. is Amelia Ferguson. Her book is called It's All About the Sex Face, A Guide to Becoming a Celebrity. Um, Amelia, is this something that will work um, in wherever, you, you know, I know you said about most, there are more celebrities obviously in L.A., but does this work in London presumably and, and uh, uh, in other hot spots too, New York? Yeah, it were, I mean, when I um, we, when we were putting the book together, we literally had um, London, New York, Miami, LA, uh, you know, Toronto, and even Japan <laughs> in mind because you know that's where most people go. But I mean, it, it kind of even if you are stuck in like a little village or a little town somewhere, but you have some kind of dreams or aspirations to make it big, it does really give you a lot of information to take with you. So when you do, if you do leave that small town or village and, you know, end up in this big city with bright light, you don't feel like a fish out of water because you do know some stuff, so to say. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I guess um, reading this and having this information would encourage someone to feel like, uh, like they won't be a fish out of water, like, you know, they'll sort of know what they're trying to do once they get to some place where it's easier to do it. Exactly, exactly. Well, um, why don't we take a break now? My, again, my guest mm-hmm. is Amelia Ferguson. Her book is called It's All About the Sex Space, A Guide to Becoming a Celebrity. When we come back, we'll talk about uh, making a sex tape and some other highlights from her book. <laughs> um, 
because you know you want to do it. Maybe not the sex day, but you know you want to be a celebrity. <laughs> so stay tuned. You're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch, and I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. And if you're having trouble with relationships... Check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com Think of the world 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it'll be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch, where we're talking about how to become a celebrity with Amelia Ferguson, who just wrote, It's All About the Sex Space, A Guide to Becoming a Celebrity. And um, before the break, she well, there are six, six main chapters, why, how, when, where, who, and what. And in, as part of the how chapter, we were starting to talk about uh, the best way to make a sex tape. I mean, we all know, or... Um, a lot that I don't know. We all know, but we certainly you'll remember that you may have heard that Paris Hilton, for example, was she became famous for being famous, and it all started with a sex tape, right? Of course, exactly, and Kim Kardashian. Oh yes, she did. And you know, it's so interesting that that not that long ago, Kim Kardashian was just a sales girl in a store in the valley. Well, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, which which is just uh, so obviously if one plays one's cards right, um, you know, you can come yeah. a long way, baby. So tell us the best way to make a, se- a sex tape. <laughs> okay, well, there's a few steps. Um, actually, the, the first thing I would advise anyone that wanted to go down this route, um, obviously if you're not yet a celebrity or you're, uh, a listener, like a ZZZ lister, mm. is basically find a co-star that is slightly more celebrity than yourself, 
So there is a bit of interest to begin with. But um, even if you can't do that, then at least find someone that's good looking to do this with you. Mm -hmm. Uh, The first step um, people should remember is that you're not a porn star. So don't act like one. Mm. You know, just make it natural. It doesn't need to look too staged, you know. Um, Yeah, so (laughs) just, just, just be yourself and just kind of let your character or your sex face, your unique sex face, show through. Uh-huh. Um, the second thing is don't shoot, like, you know, very, very realistic scenes, you know, like Kim Kardashian's tape look extremely staged, but it kind of looked like it was supposed to look real, but then it ends up looking very awkward and, mm. you know, all of that stuff. Um, then also invest in equipment mm. because no one wants to see a sex tape with a grainy camera. I mean, mm. no. And that whole night vision that Paris Hilton did was not very good. But, you know, it did sell, so maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think there should be a story to kind of make it a bit exciting, you know. Um, cut any you mean, rubbish just, and make sure there's... You mean not just the act, but like some kind of uh, lead up to it? Yeah, something, yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, you could just pretend, I guess like Kim Kardashian did do, they kind of pretended that they were like filming it for themselves and they were kind of talking to each other but talking to the camera. Mm -hmm. So you could do something like that if it's going to come across realistic and not staged and awkward. Mm -hmm. But there should be some kind of lead up just so people, you can introduce, introduce yourself to your viewers and your audience so they can kind of get to know who you are before the actual act mm. takes place. Mm. Um, definitely editing, so cut all the, you know, crap, any, if there's any, like, lumps and bumps you don't want <laughs> people to see, <laughs> you know, even if there are any, like, you know, <laughs> moans and groans that don't really sound very attractive and <laughs> edit all that out. <laughs> you know, people don't want to hear that. And then the last thing is, is to have, like, no regrets. Just be comfortable. If this is the avenue you've chosen, then just go with it and own it, basically. Mm-hmm. So that's sort of yeah. um, the last resort. If all of these other tips in your book <laughs> have to work, yeah. don't work, then now you know at least how to make a sex tape if everything else fails. <laughs> but, but presumably the other things won't fail because you have a lot of good tips. Um, yeah, th- so much stuff. <laughs> and what about the, um, the nice, you mentioned before about the signature look? Yeah. I mean, everyone has one. And, you know, people shouldn't be afraid to kind of stand out from the crowd. You uh, try different hairstyles or even create your own hairstyle. Like, I really love um, Kanye West's sex girl from Amber Rose. I mean, she's gone from being a you know, a, a, a unknown stripper to an almost A-list celebrity. I mean, she's with, like, a top rapper now. She's pregnant. But she, she you know, I just love this, you know, platinum blonde, short kind of almost bald haircut, and she mm. just stuck with it. So that's what she was known for. And I, I just think people should always come up with something that's going to keep them standing out, standing out from the crowd. 
And that's just the best way to do it. Don't blend in with people. Don't look at other stars and think, oh, they're doing this, I'm going to do that. Because it it just doesn't work. You just fade into the background. Uh Uh-huh. And and you were saying, what about who? Who to date? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, people actually call this um, my bitchy part of the book. Because I just think, you know, um, you should definitely date up on the scale, but then you have to be careful with that because a lot of um, couples in the spotlight tend to break up because I guess their egos are that big that one always wants to be, you know, the the lion in, in that relationship or be the one in charge or be the one making more money or be the one shooting more movies than the other. So you have to find somewhere where you can really balance things out and they're quite understanding and supportive of your career. This other thing is, is um, my other favorite bit is who to ditch. You know, you don't really want to have people that are not positive about what you want to do. Mm. Um, A lot of people tend to have boyfriends or girlfriends that don't really support what they're doing. Mm -hmm. So people like that are dead weight. You just need to get rid of them because they're just going to bring you down. Yes, absolutely. And, of course, you know what happens in a lot of those relationships when somebody may start out being supportive, but then as the person does become start to become more famous, they feel threatened that 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 person's going to leave them and then they start to sabotage their Mm. girlfriend or boyfriend's life. Exactly. So you have to be very, very careful um, of who... I mean, it's it's nice to be able to take someone that you were with for years, you know, before you were successful or who was there while you were climbing up that ladder. But, I mean, if they're going to be trying to kick you down when you finally do get to the top or when you're nearly there, then, yeah, you just need to get rid of them. Definitely. (laughs) And that goes for family, not just boyfriends. That goes for, you know, not boyfriends, well, boyfriends or girlfriends, friends and family. Because, you know, family members can actually be the worst. Yes, as far as uh, also being threatened, like you're not going to love them anymore, you're not going to have time for them anymore, absolutely. Um, Yeah, definitely. Well, you know, after you spend all this time putting this book together, tell me that Hmm. you don't have some um, aspirations yourself to just (laughs) ditch what you're doing (laughs) and just follow (laughs) your own advice. (laughs) I know a lot of people have asked me that, but... You know, my main thing has always, you know, my main dream has always been to be a screen, a script writer or a writer, you know, full stop. And that's just always been my dream. I, I guess, yeah, when I was younger, when I was a teenager, obviously, I, you know, I wanted to be a singer, but then my parents told me I couldn't sing and I actually am tone deaf, so I'm really <laughs> glad that they told me that because I actually rarely did. I mean, I recorded demo tapes. It was so embarrassing. You know, everyone still laughs about it now, like 15 years later, <laughs> almost, because, yeah, I was so passionate about it. But luckily, my parents were, and the people close to me were like, Amelia, really, I think you should just focus on your writing because <laughs> you're not Whitney Houston. <laughs> so, yeah, so I kind of had to put that dream to the side. But, yeah, of course, I've always, you know, I, I, I wouldn't mind being in the spotlight. Um, I guess, as I say in the book, there's so many things that you get to do. You get There are a lot of advantages, but then there are also the disadvantages. But I guess I, I think the advantages without the disadvantages. 
Well, yes, it's interesting. You know, I treat, uh, with my office being in Beverly Hills and my being involved in the entertainment industry, I do treat a lot of people in the entertainment industry. And what's interesting is to watch the progression of people who aren't famous, start, but they're, you know, dying to be famous. And eventually, mm. as time goes by, they do become famous. And then where they were doing all these things to court attention and to court fame, all of a sudden then it sort of goes over to the other side where they find it irritating that the paparazzi uh, follow them around or that, or that the world gets to know who they're dating or who they're having sex with or, you know, who they're cheating with, all of that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah you, you do need, um, you know, it's, yeah, it's really, it's a double-edged sword, you know, because... I, you know, I think, for example, most actors would like to be famous because you want people to recognize you in a way. And I guess that kind of validates you as an actor. But then you don't really want paparazzi going through your bins outside right. your house. I mean, that's a bit off-putting. So I, but I, I think in a way there are uh, quite a few celebrities that are very private. You know, like I, I love Beyonce and Jay-Z's relationship because they're just so private and nothing ever comes out about them unless they themselves, you know, mm. release it to the media or release it to their fans. So when you look at um, celebrities like that, you kind of think to yourself, well, how come these other celebrities, you know, are always in the press? So there's all, I, I always think, you know, they're kind of playing both sides. Like they do, you know, invite the paparazzi when it suits them. Yeah. Then when, you know, whenever they're in a bad mood or the paparazzi writes something negative about them, all of a sudden it's like, oh, my God, they're invading my privacy and I can't take this anymore. So, yeah, I, I, I think a lot of celebrities try to fool us sometimes. Yes, yes. Well, we take, do need to take another break. My guest is Amelia mm-hmm. Ferguson. Her book is called It's All About the Sex Space, A Guide to Becoming a Celebrity. Um, when we come back, we'll hear more, more about how to become a celebrity, why you might want to become a celebrity, and, uh, and what her book entails. You're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch, and I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. And if you're having trouble with relationships, check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com Do you find yourself tearing pictures of rooms out of magazines? Do you watch certain movies and TV programs because of the homes they show? Are Sundays reserved for open houses? Then you are a home dreamer, and someday you will build or renovate your dream home. Steve Clip 
has spent three decades learning how to win at the Dream Home Game. His show, Winning the Dream Home Race, can be heard every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Let Steve Clip help save you money and make you a winner. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman, where today we're talking about how to become a celebrity. And um, I actually um, met Amelia through, well, at least over the Internet, (laughs) through um, (laughs) being asked to contribute to her book, and I will read to you some of the things that I said that she's uh, incorporated. Um, because actually, I wanted to talk about this anyway. Um, my thoughts on the obs- our obsession with fame. You must understand that the roots of your obsession to become famous come from a childhood where you may feel you didn't get enough love and attention. So you are craving this from fans. Once you understand the root of your obsession... You can stand back a little and realize that you need to also get a life outside of your quest for fame. Otherwise, rejections will sting all the more because unconsciously they remind you of the feelings you had when you were little and felt rejected. You know, this actually reminds me, I was, I was starting to tell you during the break that I just recently, a few months ago, started to be on Twitter. It's something that I said yeah. I was never going to do because it was something else that was going to take a lot of time. But I find that it's so much fun and I've gotten addicted to it. And, um, and, and by the way, my, <laughs> if you want to, if you want to uh, be a follower, it's at <laughs> Dr. Carol MD, at D-R-C-A-R-O-L-E and MD. Um, and so I find myself checking <laughs> to see how many how many fans I've gotten in the last couple of hours. <laughs> and if I have one less, I think, well, what happened? What did I say that got them? Why didn't they like my last tweet? So you talk in your book about um, when to when to tweet and how to tweet. So tell us about that. Yeah, definitely. Um, well. With Twitter, is one of those things you should definitely tweet all the time. And um, even before you become a celebrity, you should definitely follow all the celebrities that, you know, you kind of aspire to be like. So, you know, if you're a singer, you're probably, you know, like Beyonce. If you just want to be a reality star, follow someone like Kim K or Paris Hilton. And you will, and you'll also get an idea if, um from other celebrities on how you should tweet, and you'll notice how many times they tweet a day, you know, the kind of things they put out there, how they promote themselves, um, just things like that. And um, with Twitter, you definitely should, um, you know, surround yourself, yeah, when you're following people, and be kind to people that are, <laughs> even if they are negative, you know, um, I've gotten some negative tweets myself, I know other people who haven't, all we do is just retweet what they say, you know, because that in itself brings more followers. Mm. But you should also um, always just basically just use it as a platform to publicize yourself and to make um, kind of connections with people. Yeah, so definitely follow people that are kind of in the same circle as you or have the same interests. Mm-hmm. Well, it's interesting. Today I tweeted about, um, I was reading 
about um, um, yes, the uh, the star who died, the the boyfriend of uh, now I'm blocking on his name, but the man who played in the Green Mile, who died yeah. of, of a heart attack, and um, he was in the hospital for um, several weeks, and I, I couldn't help, you know, I, I read on TMZ this morning that Amarosa had gone somewhere to an event. Um, and and he died while she was gone, and I couldn't. I mean, I try to be positive, but I could, I also I put out there, you know, psychological interpretations, mostly things not like I'm going to get a cup of coffee today, <laughs> right now. I'm sitting in Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that's kind of too much, but um, but I try to put out, you know, psychological commentary, particularly on things in the news that day, and so on. And um, and so I had to write um, Amorosa seriously. Amorosa, um, <laughs> something like you. Uh, what did I say? You left him. Uh, if something when he was at you left him when he was at death's door. I mean, it was kind of like what could have been so important. I mean, it was obviously some kind of uh, something to make her more famous. You know, some kind of an event yeah. that would have helped uh, r- raise her fame level. And uh, instead, she leaves him at death's door in the hospital, and then he dies. So, I mean, I guess you could say that was negative, but I just had to put that out there. I mean, it just was really irritating that I know it's been several weeks, but still, you know, you can rationalize why you have to do what you have to do to to get your keep your career going or whatever, but really, she shouldn't yeah, have left but... them. Well, in the book, um, we do have a few social media do's and social media don'ts, and um, I love the don'ts because um, the don'ts because it's, it's those things that you just see everyone doing. And <laughs> Are you saying that I just did a don't? <laughs> no, 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 not you. <laughs> no, Amorosa probably did a don't because that was a bit um, untimely. Uh-huh. <laughs> if that's sweet. <laughs> but um, no, just things like uh, we we point there's like little bullet points of a list that says like don't drunk tweet. Don't profess your love for someone via social media or Twitter. <laughs> you know, don't get into public feuds with Z-listers, only A-listers. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't announce that you're taking drugs or don't announce your divorce or breakup when you can save that for a magazine and get paid for it. You know, it's all these, <laughs> these things that... These lists of things that people should know and be aware of. <laughs> uh-huh, absolutely. So, um, now, uh, let's see. Well, um, I was just looking at my other quotes that you put in. Uh, in an early movie, the actor Jimmy Durante admonishes, you had better be nice to people you pass on the way up, for you may pass them again on the way down. This is as true in real life as it was in real life, R-E-E-L, life. Don't get so carried away with your own anticipated stardom that you are snobby or rude to people you think will be beneath you when you're a big star. Hollywood is very fickle. You may later find yourself working as a barrister at Starbucks under someone you treated poorly. You want to say something Uh, about that? (laughs) So true. (laughs) Well, that's definitely true. I think... um, with anything, you you know, if the same does come to you, and, you know, once you have the drive, and you follow the steps in this book, <laughs> but once you have the drive, um, it should definitely come to you. And I just think you should always remain humble and just grateful for what you have because there are so many people that want to be famous. I mean, recently um, in the U.K., there was 
a survey that was done and about 70% of 18 to 25-year-old females wanted to be famous hmm. with 35% of that for them wanting to star in a reality TV show just huh. to achieve that goal. So, I mean, like anyone you speak to has dreams of being famous. You know, before the show started, we were talking. And, I mean, I... Everyone has that dream. As much as people say, oh, no, you know, I've never wanted to be famous. But, you know, if that chance was offered to them or the opportunity was offered to them, yeah. I doubt they would say no. There are very few people that would say no, you know. Yeah. Um, so you should, yeah, you should definitely remember that you can be easily replaced. Um, you're not the only person in the world with a particular talent or even no talent, but with maybe with beauty or with no beauty. There's always someone waiting in the wings that's why they have always have understudies you know there's always someone there that can replace you so yeah you should always remain humble and grounded and just grateful yes yes absolutely you know it is true i think there are more people today wanting to become famous than ever before um and and it is so much as you were saying it is so you know it used to be that people would become famous for a particular talent that they had. Um, mm. I mean, typically acting, but, you know, what, any kind of talent. And now with the reality shows, uh, it's like, it's like um, open doors for people who uh, don't have any particular talent. They just want to be famous, and, and they're, willing to, um, to, <laughs> they're willing to go through... Um, Really, some some uh, oftentimes humiliating experiences to do it. I mean, look at look at The Bachelor, for example, or The Bachelorette, <laughs> or any of those dating shows. Um, you know, people do real. I mean, you, you go on the show, and um, you're vying for somebody's, you know, to marry somebody who you've never met. Right, all of a sudden, <laughs> in the time that the show is going on. Um, you, all, you decide you fall in love with this person, as do like all the people fall in love and want to be, want to be that person's um, husband or wife, and um, yeah. it, it, and and will go to will stoop to all kinds of levels to make that happen because it, it it becomes it really isn't about love in most cases it becomes just the competition to prove that you're more desirable than the other mm. men or women who are vying for that person's attention. Exactly. It's yeah. It's um. It's crazy, but you know, as much as many people may not understand the whole concept, it is very real. And there are, you know, I mean, most people, most young people these days don't aspire to be doctors or lawyers or you know, everyone wants to be famous. That's just how it is. And and I mean, it's proven to be very successful because if it wasn't, all of these reality shows wouldn't be as successful as they are. Uh, Kim Kardashian wouldn't be as successful as she was, but she has so many fans, which in turn brings her all this success. So there are people that are constantly interested in it. Well, yes. No, absolutely. Um, I mean, it's sad because, you know, sort of what I was saying in my previous quote, I mean, I think it has to do more with, with the fact that parents are not, I mean, there's so many divorces. And the broken families and parents working two jobs if they have a job, and or else <laughs> sitting around moping and not being emotionally available, um, and so kids, little kids growing up, you know, um, 
with each generation, I think more people are more likely to want to become famous because they didn't get the kind of mirroring that you're supposed to get mm. in, in, as a baby. And that's what people are looking for. Um, if they never got it as a baby or, or even as a child, um, they're still looking for that later on. And, and with all of these new ways, YouTube and you know, I know you want to talk about that too. YouTube and and the reality shows, and just all more channels on television, and more or just more opportunities. Really, um, that is kind of feeding into this uh, need or or passion to become famous in the first place. Exactly, and I think um, they also kind of see it as an easy way to be successful, though, I mean, once you do get on the road to fame, you'll quickly realize that it's obviously not as as easy as it looks. I mean, there is a lot of hard work behind it, even if you actually don't have a talent. You still have to work yes. to even be noticed. Yes, yes, and I guess that brings us into um, you, you to talking about the where portion of your um of your chapter of your book, um, which I guess mm. we'll have to get into when we when we after this break. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so we'll get back to that. My guest again is Amelia Ferguson. Her book is it's all about the sex space, a guide to becoming a celebrity. We'll tell you in this last segment where you can get this book because I know you're you're probably searching all over the internet for it as it is. <laughs> so stay tuned. You're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch, and I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. And if you're having trouble with relationships, check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. Get help making sense of these troubled times. www.drcarol.com Very rarely does our news media spotlight some of the good things that are happening in our world. For more of these good stories and the people that are creating them, Tune in to Bread for the Journey with Mariana Cacciatore. Whether these good acts stem from personal tragedy or just a desire to help out and make this a better world in which to live, you'll find inspiration in every week's program. Connect with those that are doing something great for a change. Listen for Bread for the Journey, Saturdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern, on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman. 
And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch, where we're talking today about how to become a celebrity with my guest, Amelia Ferguson. She's the author of a new book called It's All About the Sex Space, A Guide to Becoming a Celebrity. And um, I want to um, correct <laughs> my... Uh, my um, I, I didn't remember the name of the man who, who died, who's, who was such a fabulous actor, Michael Clark Duncan. That was, that's who it was. And uh, Amorosa was his, was his fiance, and uh, they were supposedly going to get married in January. Now, <laughs> I think she must have read your book <laughs> because, <laughs> as far as connecting herself um, to someone who was famous, <laughs> because certainly, well, well I mean, exactly. <laughs> I mean, she became famous from being on The Apprentice, right? And yeah. Um, and even though she was hated at that time, she used that to her advantage and has extended her 15 minutes or seconds of fame um, for years now. And I guess I guess it was flagging, though, <laughs> so she connect. I mean, of course, he's a, an adorable teddy bear, he was, an adorable teddy yeah. bear, a very sweet man. Um, but I bet you, I bet you, in fact, I think I have her in my bad girl's book. I don't remember which chapter. <laughs> But um, I think he was hooked, hornswoggled, trapped by a bad girl. But anyway, so that's who that was. Now let's get back to your book. You you talk about um, where, as far as um, one of the chapters in your book is about where in terms of how to become famous. So tell us about that. Sure. Um, so, I mean, there's loads of places you can become famous. I mean, one of the, the newer... Um, forms at the moment or the in thing at the moment are things like YouTube, which is very popular, which I think there's um, more for if you're a musician, um, yeah, kind of some kind of performer or a dancer, then it's great if you have a great voice or even if you don't, put your videos up there. Even if you have a bad voice, you might get millions of views um, just from people kind of laughing, thinking it's hilarious. There are so many people that were discovered on YouTube, obviously Justin Bieber being yes. the, yes, the biggest one. Yes, he is the prime example. Exactly. His mum just happened to post uh, um, a video of him singing, and he was discovered and quickly signed. Um, there's Grace and Chance, who was another YouTube sensation, um, who basically used to do all of Lady Gaga's covers, and then he got on the Ellen DeGeneres show, and he signed a record deal. I mean, it's, yeah, you can just go from zero to literally hero in a very, very short period of time. It just basically depends on what the public wants or what they're interested in at that time. And, yeah, it's all about timing. Um, the next thing is, uh, you know, being a big fish in a small pond, which is one of my other favorite bits, which is so many people travel to places like L.A. and, you know, come to London or go to New York and completely forget that it's a whole massive world out there, why not take yourself and go to somewhere like Beijing and be famous? Uh-huh. You know, <laughs> there's, there's so many opportunities. Um, there used to be a show in Beijing in the 90s called... Um, Foreign Babes in Beijing, I believe. Huh. And it was just all these, like, American, you know, blonde girls, really hot, that didn't speak any Chinese whatsoever, or Mandarin or Chinese whatsoever. And they basically did this sitcom, and it was a big hit. And they huh. were, like, super celebrities there. Huh. 
<laughs> so that's something to look into. <laughs> yeah, you never know. You never know what could happen. I mean, I mean, every market is a big market. So yeah, you just have to you just have to be very open. Yeah. Huh. Now that's. Uh, um, I mean, I know that there. I've, I I I know of some women who have gone to. Um, Oh, let's see. Where was it in Asia? Um, you know, have have been involved in those clubs. Um, uh, I don't know that they were trying to be famous, but they were tr- like the dance clubs. And I don't know mm. that, they were, that they were trying to be famous, but they were trying to feel, um, oh, feel that they were desirable, or feel that men would pay to dance with them, or to have drinks with them, and so on. Uh, that's a little yeah. different than becoming famous, but <laughs> but it's the same idea of going <laughs> to a a smaller pond. Exactly. I mean, if there's so much competition in the bigger Western cities, that why not take yourself out and go east? Yeah, you'll probably <laughs> make loads of money, and because you'll be so you'll be so different from what they used to see in. Yeah. You know, you might turn into the next Angelina Jolie or something. You never yeah. know. Yeah. And even if you don't understand the language, all you're really doing is, if you want to be, for example, an actress. All you really have to do is memorize the lines, and that's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, it's all um, in the editing. Now, Amelia went to a number of people. You had a lot of Hollywood insiders who, um, yeah, who provided tips. Um, for example, Sharon Nering, the director of the Real Housewives franchise and The Bachelor Canada. Yeah. Um, she said, "You absolutely, absolutely don't need talent to be famous." And obviously, she should know from doing the Real Housewives. <laughs> yeah. um, Susie Maines, who who I know, she's a talent agent and renowned talent expert, um, for, especially for young Hollywood. And she says, mm-hmm. and this is "So true. Remember that the quest for fame is not a short race, but a marathon." And that's true. You know that. Don't you find that 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 that's I guess one of the biggest reasons why people don't make it, they think that it's going to happen overnight. Um, even in, in the things that you've been talking about just today, just during this hour, um, it probably seems like more work than some people, you know, want to put in. Um, yeah. And, and so people think they start to do something, to, you know, to, to try to become famous. And, like, women who, who want to become, you know, starlets who come to L.A., they've been in a play in high school, and they think they can make it in Hollywood. And they come here, and they try for a while, and they, you know, usually work as a waitress. And it doesn't happen, um, not that they do all the things that you write about in the book by any means, but they just kind mm. of expect it to happen, and when it doesn't, um, they give up, or else they, or else they wind up as a waitress for the rest of their life, and you know, losing the dream. Um, what do you, what do you write about in regard to that, the, the marathon? Well, I, basically, what we say in the book is, you know, you have to be true to yourself. You have to believe in yourself, and just keep a positive, you know, mind. Obviously, there's going to be lots of people around you. They're going to be negative when you say, "Oh, do you know, I want to do this." They're going to roll their eyes. And, but you yourself, you have to have the drive to do it. And, I mean, to be honest, if you can't be bothered to do the late nights, to rush to all the auditions, to work around the clock, then you really shouldn't be famous. You just shouldn't. <laughs> because, I mean, if you look at most of the A-listers, I mean, they're the ones that are working constantly, flying from place to place, albeit they have a whole 
team of people around them to help them, but they're still the ones that have to stay up 20 hours of a day to give interviews in five different countries at the same time via like a video link. So, I mean, and, and they're prepared to, you know, put in that work and put in that effort because obviously they have their fans. And also because, you know, deep down as much as they may complain about, you know, oh, I'm so tired and I can't take this, they rarely do have a passion for it. Otherwise, they wouldn't have been in that yeah. position. They would have just packed up everything and just moved to, like, Alaska or somewhere. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Even, um, uh, yes, absolutely. I w- now, I want to make sure that we have enough time to give out your um, website where people can go to get this book, which at the present moment is an ebook. And as much as, yeah. um, you know, the, the, it is worth reading it as an ebook. it will come out as a paperback soon, hopefully. But while it's come and get it now, while it's an ebook, tell people the, the website. So the website is um, www.itsallaboutthesexface.com. <laughs> and you can buy it directly from the site or there are links to amazon.com.co.uk, all the other Amazons. Yeah, it's all, all the information's on there. So again, it's all about the sexspace.com. There's no apostrophes or anything, just ITS. No. All about the sexspace.com. Well, Amelia, it was great fun and it was great advice. <laughs> and I know we just uh, did some of the highlights, scratch the surface. There's 100 plus pages in the book, so obviously yeah. there's a lot more and a lot more details. <laughs> so all of you, it is possible. You just have to, uh, have, you don't have to make a sex tape, but you have to go buy some of this other advice. <laughs> so thank and it's you a very fun much. read, if anything else. Thank you. So, Amelia Ferguson, again, the book is It's All About the Sex Space, A Guide to Becoming a Celebrity. So, um, happy hunting, good luck in becoming a celebrity. See you on the red carpet. And thank you all for listening. You've been listening to Dr. Carol's Couch, and I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Thank you for joining us on Dr. Carol's Couch. Join us next week at 1 p.m. Pacific time for another installment of Dr. Carol's Couch. We'll save you a seat. 